Hey everybody, Maz here. Just want to introduce a new sponsor to the show, a clothing company based out of Thunder Bay, Ontario called 807 Empire. Co-founders Ian and Harley are both students at Lakehead University. Co-founder Ian is a personal friend of mine. Personally love the style of their clothing. My favorite is the pullover gray sweater with all the Great Lakes outlined on it. Take some time to check out their website, 807empire.ca and their Instagram page at 807empire. Thank you and enjoy the show. Gang, 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 gang. Welcome to uh, episode 30. 30? Fucking... Yeah, dude, this is episode 30, isn't Holy it? Holy fuck, I didn't even realize it's episode what 30. What a collapse. What a collapse. I know. Um, We're just getting worse, I think. No, no, they're getting tighter. They're getting tighter? They're getting tighter. Right. It's a lot more of us talking about bullshit and a lot less about the articles, but I think that's more what people want anyways. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, fuck. We'll find out after this episode. Um, on the back end of this episode, Maz and I are only doing 20 minutes for you guys because I had a 40-minute interview with Tanner. Um, That's all you it get. Was, I thought it was really interesting. Um, I haven't heard The it last since. 10 minutes of the episode, of the interview are fucking hilarious. Uh, we start going through um, high school stories and shit, and, and the last 10 minutes were fucking gold. Nice. Nice. Yeah, um, I'm starting. Uh, I'm starting to think of my questions for Dame Cap already. So. Well, so okay. I'm glad you brought that up, Maz. Uh, hang on. Welcome. Did I say episode 30? I'm Dragoche, Anthony Maslin. Wagwan. Whatever. Yeah. We. we Sorry, doggy. We gotta try to keep some regular. That's true. That's true. Shit. That's true. Um, Dame Cap. So Dame Cap is really okay. We should preface how we know Damon, and what's going on. Um, we're doing an interview with a. a I've known Damon my whole life. I don't want to necessarily say that we've been friends. Like I've known him my whole life, and yeah. we've always been nice to each other. But like, like I've never really hung out with him one on one. Like acquaintances, yeah, almost like um, like you see him at a party, you slap his hand, you know, you have exactly. a drink or something. Like you yeah. know, I'm excited to see him. Yeah, like it's it's like oh shit, like how are you? Um, but we never like hung out outside of like I don't want to I don't want to fucking lie or preface this off with some bullshit. Um. He's he's taken a uh, I don't want to say he's taken a turn. He's always been into music, um, and recently his music has kind of fucking blown up a little bit. Like I think he's up over like fifty thousand streams on a few songs on Spotify. On, on Psych, I'm pretty sure he's got like at least thirty five thousand. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and he's coming out with a mixtape. The fucking dope thing is, is he wants to come on for an interview. So of course we always support local. Of course we're gonna give him an interview and we're gonna do a. I think we're basically going to probably end up doing a whole a whole episode with him. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, I got like, some questions. Why for not? Him. We'll give him some under over. You and I will bounce questions off him. We'll have mm-hmm. a fucking hoot doing it. Yeah, just like what we do with Eric. Exactly. Uh, and I we got a way better response on that. People liked that better. So that's what we're going to fucking do. Sweet. Um the dope part and how I'm just the fucking king of finessing. Was when I messaged him and we were talking, we're going to release the interview and the episode on the day his mixtape or EP drops. Nice. 
Um, yeah, he's excited about it, and I'm excited. About I'm it, pumped. I told, Man, I, him, I told him, I said, Dame, how do I ask you questions about an album or an EP I haven't heard? Just fucking King Finesse or Drew Goche. Yeah, that was some good. That's good. You like that? That's real like good. That? How, like, how, how do I formulate questions about things I don't know? Yeah, yeah. Just, jur- so just got, journalism. I, I got the fucking mixtape like six days early. I've been I've been listening to it steady for two days already. Nice. Um, I know you're super jealous. I feel oh, bad man. I can't send it to you. I wish. Uh, I wish I could but hear it. But it was, it was, I know. It, and let me put it this way. Nobody will be disappointed. I am floored with how good this is. And like from what you told me, like no Grammy and Psych are like not the bangers on the album. No, no. There's other ba- there's other songs on. I don't want to. I don't want to come out and say which ones yet. We'll save it for when we talk to them. Um, but those are not the bangers on the album. Damn. Yeah. And those, and those are so bang- Those are straight up bangers too. For real. Yeah. For real. Those songs fucking slap. Um, and those are not the bangers on the album. So you, you know what? he's going to have a shit ton of success. Um, I, I hope he blows up. Um, Me too. And I hope we fucking go up with him. <laughs> I, I, I actually, um, I, I got to tell you a story. So I, one time I was, when I was doing the, um, I can't talk right now, sorry. When I was watching the Raps game when they won, I, before the game, me and my buddy were just shooting the shit. And I was playing, we were just playing songs. We were going song for song. And I played No Grammy. And like I told him, like that was like a local rapper from my hometown. He didn't believe me. He's really? Like, yeah. He's like, man, that sounds like something like that would be like on the radio, like something like you know what I mean. Like he was like, that sounds fucking sick. He's like, he loved it. Yeah, dude, it is. Sorry, someone's texting me to come over and buy a t-shirt. <laughs> um, because <laughs> the t-shirts are almost gone. I know I said there. I during the Tanner interview, I said they were sold out, but I took a look today. We have a few more kicking. All right. All right. Um, but the t-shirts have been going well. I'm sure you've been enjoying just seeing $35 sent to you almost every day. Yeah. Well, sometimes three times a day, (laughs) (laughs) even though I just spent a bunch of money on a bed frame. I I'm excited to see how that's going to turn out. It's already done. I could send you a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Are you happy with it? Man, it's sick. It's fucking awesome. All right. Send me a picture. Yeah. Um, and you finally got your shirt sent to you. Yeah fucking canada post came through it's fire yeah uh and then i did an we did another mail out to a guy out near oshawa um shout out to uh, canadian days i think is his instagram name yeah and uh he messaged me today that he got a shirt but his son he said he didn't me- he forgot to message me because one of his kids is sick so i hope his kid gets a little better but he said he got the stickers and he got a shirt and he's super juiced about it awesome um yeah, dude, I'm stoked. Like, literally, today's Thursday, and, like, we should be sold out of t-shirts by tomorrow, I think, which oh. is fucking insane. That is insane. I've shipped them now to Thunder Bay, Oshawa. One's going in the mail to Alberta. I have a friend in Australia who's making me hold on to a shirt for her, um, which is good because the $35 would probably go straight to shipping if I had to send that bitch to Australia. <laughs> More than that, probably. Probably, probably. Um, Maz, I'm going to go do this t-shirt transaction. What do you want to talk about? You know, I was actually going to bring something up to you. Actually, maybe, right, I'll, do, I'll, maybe I'll do it after the show. I was thinking no, of doing... I was, okay, when we do the over-under with D- Dame Cap, yeah. I was thinking of like just doing rappers. Okay, fire. You think that's a why good idea? You, why don't you talk about that while I go do this thing, just like I talked about the Raptors when you got your sandwich? <laughs> I don't know if I can vamp for that. No, one. you got it. You got it. What, what else am I going to say? I don't know, doggy. Figure it out. You can <laughs> okay. crush this. All right. 
All right. There's a lot of silence, dog. <laughs> How'd it go? Golden under pressure. Good. Good. Would someone come sold? to your door? Give some stickers. Yep. Dope. Dope. Whipping and flipping the yams. You got fucking got that bag. Got the bag on me. Yeah. What do we do? What are we talking about? Are we recording? <laughs> I paused it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it's it's recording right now. But I paused oh. it before. All right. I have no idea where we are. So we're talking probably about t-shirts and how yeah, we sent them everywhere. We were on a roll and then you just dipped. That's all right. I'm fucking... Maz is an editing wizard, so he's going to put this shit together oh, anyways. Oh, yeah. It'll be like a, you never <laughs> left. That's it. Um, everything, yeah, so like everything's going well. Yeah. Everything's going well. Um, I'm excited. I don't have much for this episode. I don't know even how long that last clip was. That was about eight, nine minutes. Nice, we got ten to go, motherfuckers. <laughs> we're just like dragging this on. Right yeah, now. we are. <laughs> All right, um, we're gonna go a little bit offbeat. I, There's some big baseball news today. I'd like to talk about, and then oh, I want your opinion on it. Oh, we can go over the Reddit shit though. Yeah, we're gonna. We're okay, gonna. Okay, I, got, okay. I got a few things we can talk about. Um, so here, some big news in the way of baseball. The Tampa Bay Rays, who have the lowest attendance in all of Major League Sports, have announced that the um, baseball commission has agreed that they can share their home games with Montreal in attempt to boost like crowd. Damn. So they'll play half of their home games in Tampa Bay and half in Montreal. I'm not crazy on that. As a player, I don't think I'd be. Yeah, that'd be kind of annoying. How un- yeah. Like, where would you buy a home? I don't know. You just have to. I feel like as an owner, that costs you a fuck ton more. Oh money. my god, yeah, that would be a lot of money. All right? those flights. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's worth it. No, it's but not. maybe maybe this is a way of transitioning the team to Montreal. Hmm. Hmm. Like, remember when they were trying to get the Bills to move to Toronto? I don't remember that at all. That sounds crazy. What? Are you serious, dude? This is like in recent times. Oh no, I don't remember that. I don't even. The Bills uh, played a series of Toronto games. That's so and cool. Like, and they sponsored actually my with the year we won all Ontario's, like the Buffalo Bills paid for all of that. Wow. They paid for like all the teams to play at the Rogers Center, like all that shit. Wow. A Canadian yeah. team in the NFL would be kind of crazy. Uh it so few of the reasons it didn't work. At the time, tailgating in Canada was illegal. Mm. So Doug Ford has actually recently changed that. It's probably the only half decent thing he's done. But like I said, we're staying out of politics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anyways, the, the Bon Jovi was trying to buy the Bills when Ralph Wilson was dying, and his thing was to move them to Toronto. Okay. So Bon Jovi, like living on a prayer, he must have some fuck you money. I don't know though. It's like it was well, net worth. You know, I'm pretty sure it's like a billy to buy the Bills, and the Pagulas paid cash. Like okay, the people who own the Bills now. And when they bought the Bills, they said the Bills are staying in Buffalo. So that's Oh, wow. Tight. He actually has a crazy net worth. Is it? What is it? $410 million? Oh, that's half the team. Maybe he was part owner. Yeah, that sounds like, yeah. I don't know. But that's all his assets probably too, right? Isn't that how they calculate yeah, that? I, yeah, but still, man. I'm sure. He, but, and, but who knows if that number is correct or not? Yeah, it's just the internet, right? 
Um, also, we're going to play a fun little game. Uh, seeing as golf is massive right now with Tiger winning the Masters and the U.S. Open being super competitive this year. Maslin, we're going we're gonna to find our American golfer names. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So it's the last thing you purchased online, followed oh. by the surname of your favorite actor, and any number between one and three. So I'll give you an example. This guy's name was Charger Hanks the second. Doesn't that sound like a fucking golfer or what? So you got to so you got to pick a you got to pick the last thing you ordered online. Okay, what's the number about though? Just any just number? a number from one to three. Any number. Yeah. Okay. From one to three. So one, two, or three. Okay. So I'm trying to think. What was the fucking last thing I bought online? Mine's uh, I could tell you mine. What is it? It'd be mattress pit the four the third. I almost said the fourth. <laughs> Fucking retard. That's yeah. a one. Yeah, I know. Um, oh. <laughs> Weed oil, Robbie the second. Nice. <laughs> Was it your Margot Robbie? Yeah. Dude. Really? That's your favorite I love actress? Her. She is my favorite actress. She is great, eh? So then you're sick stoked for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, no? Not as stoked as you. well. I'm stoked to see her. I'm not I, stoked for I, the directorial. I don't. I don't think she's in a lot of the movie. That and that's what I heard. She's yeah. not in a lot of the yeah. movie. Well, she's probably gonna die early on. Right. But, um. Anyways, some other movie news. Seeing as I'm now the movie guy, Marvel reveals that they're trying to recruit Keanu Reeves into the Marvel Comics universe. Really. Yeah, so they've said that now that Avengers Endgame has finished, they're going to reboot the franchises in different ways. Oh, God, of course they are. Yeah, dude, it's a fucking cash cow. Oh, my God, dude. Right? It's a cash cow. It's just a money printing factory. That's all it is. Yes! So keep printing, baby. Keep printing. Where's the the fucking creativity? Like, where's that? We don't need that. We just need money. That's right. Fuck that. So what character do you see him playing? Keanu Reeves? Yeah. I see him. I bet you it's a villain. I, whatever. He, I'm not going to watch it, so it doesn't matter. But maybe. He'd be, actually, be no, he's always the good guy, isn't he, usually? I think they're switching it up. I think Duh. he's going to be a villain. You think he could play a good villain? I think he'd play a great villain. I don't think he could. Okay. Well, we'll find out. He's a, he's a talented actor. Like, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if, like, I don't know. He's pretty typecast, though. Like, he... Kind of plays the same. Well, except for in the Adventures oh, of Bill and Ted. Like fucking Bill and Ted. Yeah, I was gonna say the Adventures of Bill and Ted. That's where he kind of switched it up. But I mean, that was the beginning of his career. But like, I don't know. I guess I don't. Yeah, maybe he could do it. I think you're right. Um, right. yeah, of course he can, and I'm always right. And and Oof. just to stick with the, I have some NBA rumors that we'll talk about, and we're gonna, we'll talk about them quick. The NBA draft is tonight. Zion Williams is going first, and who gives a fuck about the rest of the draft? Other than maybe the Canadians. There's quite a few Canadians in it this year. So that kind of makes my dick move a little. But other than that, I could care less. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what what makes my dick move a ton is that I heard a rumor from a little birdie that Kawhi Leonard has now enrolled his daughter in school in Ontario. Yeah, where did you hear this from? Look, 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 look. A real journalist never gives away his sources. Because okay? there's no like, there's no article there on that at all. Yes, there is. Send it to me. So it was trending on Twitter. Kawhi was trending with like 16% of the tweets, and an enrollment was treating with eight. So he was seen in the Niagara region the same day as his daughter's name was enrolled in an Ontario school board. Um, today, 
he but there's conflict well the, this is a little conflicting today he was seen at home hardware buying moving boxes mm. so but he could be moving he, houses is he moving to cali or is he moving houses in canada man this is like this is like really <laughs> This is more exciting than any baseball game I've ever seen. This is. I'm excited for this. And and to be completely honest, like I know I've already titled one episode, Goat Was Right. Um, I might have to do it again because I I really do think Kawhi's staying. I'm reluctant to agree. uh, No, hey, disagree with me strictly for the fact that it worked all NBA playoffs. Okay, I'll disagree with you. Thank you. Tell me he's going to the Clippers. But now it's forced. But now it's forced. (laughs) Tell me he's going to the Clippers. He's going to the Clippers. Like, I already know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so i don't know i have no idea what's gonna happen but i'm on Kawhi watch i'm following the shit out of this because i'm i'm interested you're sort of like stalking him soon yeah what i think he's gonna do is he's gonna sign a one-in-one deal which means he'll have one year guaranteed with a one-year player option so he'll guaranteed one more season in toronto and then it'll be up to him the following year if he'd like to stay or not Mm. I don't think we're going to get him for five years. I think that's dreaming of fucking Paracolor. Yeah. But what I do, Technicolor, Technicolor. But what I do think is that everybody, Gasol, Danny Green, and Kawhi all stay one more year and try to repeat a ship. It's possible. It is. And I mean, other than like, and, and like, if you look at the West, um, it, it's really, as of now, to me, it only looks like Houston and the Lakers. Yeah. Right, like yeah. the East, we might have to beat the Bucks again. Like the East, there's not much going on at all. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely doable again if if they come back and play well. Right, like mm-hmm. no, this is doable. I agree. And if they win a two years in a row, you bet your bottom dollar he takes that fucking player's extension to come back another year and try to make it three. Yeah, you might be right. Might be right. Right. Might we'll, be see. right. we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, I'd hate to. To title another episode "Goats Right Again," but I mean, if I have to, I <laughs> shut the will. fuck up. That's what that's what fucking keeps you. That's what like gets you up in the morning, man. Knowing that you're right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Also, seeing the numbers that episode did. How, <laughs> How happy were you, man? At the end. Oh, juice, dog. <laughs> juice. And the t-shirts have brought a little fucking bump to everything too. Everyone's been hopping on the train since the fucking shirts came out. Fuck. Um. But I think uh, you and I will talk about it afterwards. A, a break is definitely coming. All right. Um, Maz, that's what I got. What do you got? Oh, tell me about that fucking spider. Spider? Yeah, that spider, that tarantula or some oh, shit. Oh, here, let me pull it up. I got to pull it up, man. Right, well, I can fill some time. Right, no yeah, stress. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Here. Um, Yo, this. So oh, there we go. Man. Okay, so there's this vile image going around of a sp- spider eating a possum. In Tasmania. Whoa. Imagine that shit, man. Imagine fucking... What kind of spider? It's a... uh, I think it's like a... It's... uh, I just had it. Oh, it was a huntsman spider. Are those big? Yeah, they're pretty big, man. It's... But apparently this was like an abnormal... Like an... It's the size of a adult's palm. Holy shit. That's a big spider, though. That is. Not, Not like the biggest spider in the world, but a pretty big spider. And it ate a possum? Yeah. Like it looks well, like that's a, like it, some snake shit because like snakes can eat things bigger than them. Mm-hmm. That's but the, crazy. The picture of this, the the video of this possum though, it's kind of like a smaller possum. It's probably like, it's probably fairly young. Still, that's still it's fucking in, crazy. Incredible, that's nonetheless. Crazy. 
Imagine you woke up next to that thing. Well, weren't wasn't it on the podcast we were talking about deers getting no fuck. It was Joe Rogan. Um, they're having a real issue in the Florida Everglades with um, snakes. Really, there's like boa constrictors that are not natural to the habitat, like to the Everglades, and people have bought them and just set them loose because they grew too big. But there's snakes that they've recorded. Um, they figure there's over a hundred thousand boa constrictors in the Florida Everglades, and their average size is 18 feet. Holy fuck! They've they've killed basically every like swamp deer. Are those the ones that like choke things out? The, yes. Yeah. The swamp deer population is down 99 percent. Oh my fucking god! These things are eating deers, dude. They're choking them first, then probably eating yeah. them, right? Yeah. And and then and now they're saying like the the real predator in the Everglades prior to this was the alligators. Yeah. And they're saying now that they're getting so big they're starting to fuck up alligators. Whoa. You imagine? Man, those things are gonna take over the world. Watch. Fuck, who knows? Fuck. Or I just what happens if... a bomb on the Florida Everglades. Like what are we fucking really missing on anyways? Yeah, that's true. Get rid of that. Fucking just get rid of that whole... ne- some rednecks hunting alligators or what? Just like... get rid of that whole state. We'll be fine. Just move out that guy from Swamp People, that Troy. Shoot yeah. him! Shoot him! <laughs> I love that fucking guy. I've He's never fucking... seen that. He's fucking awesome. All right, folks, that's our 20 minutes. We ain't got fucking wait, shit. Wait, wait, wait. What about the Reddit shit? We're not doing that? Oh, yeah. Fuck, you're right. Jesus Christ. I was ready to fucking call it a day. All right. So all right. I, they were food-related because I was talking to Tanner, which okay. makes sense, right? Fair, fair. What food tastes amazing on the first bite, but gets worse as you keep eating? Like, I would say, like, um, raw fish, like butterfish or, like, like raw salmon. Like, when you go to sushi, like, I can only eat one or two of those, and then I'm like, this is fucking gross. Like, this is slimy. This is... A few of our friends die for that shit. Like, I like it. It's just I can't eat, like, a bunch of it. Sushimi. Sushimi. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sushimi. Um, I said gum. Gum? Gum. No. Gum tastes good off the bat. It starts to shit out. Yeah, it, go, it goes downhill. Yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. I guess on a technical level, you're right. But Thank you. How do you improve two-minute ramen noodle soup? Oh, I know what you're going to say. Sriracha. No. Oh, no. Wow. That would That's a good one. Yeah? Oh, I said cheese. I like cheese Ew. on my ramen. Yeah. That's pretty gross. Yeah. I, gotta I like, like a gross. slice of cheese. That's that's grimy. Not like a craft cheese, like real cheese, like an American cheddar. Okay, whatever. I mean, it's still gross, but yeah. a little bit. So, better. anyways, what are you doing to yours? Sriracha? Yeah, sriracha. Hell yeah, all day. I forgot how much you and I like our f- tastes are the same. Pretty because you fucking drown your soup in hot sauce too. Yeah. Do you like Do you like tomatoes? Uh, no, I'm not crazy on them. No. Yeah, me either. I don't really. I respect them because they're. <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. When I started working in a kitchen. Uh, like grade 12 or so I've, I've learned like a respect for them because you need them in just about everything yeah they do make up a lot of and, I, and like if someone like you know but I'm not the type of fucking savage to pull a tomato off a vine and take a bite I feel like that about onions onions are like I feel like they're in every recipe ever yeah garlic yeah yeah alright today was your last day on earth give me four things you would do whoa that's too much I'd probably I don't know, because I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably, uh, well. Better figure it out. All right, all right, all right. I'd probably, like, I don't know, play soccer or something. That'd be one of them. Like, um, man, I don't know. Watch a movie. Okay. 
I don't know. Uh, Any certain movie like Fight Club? Yeah. Uh, probably like, I don't know. Man, that's too hard. This is like a hard question. All right. Well, we can skip it. What's, it's what's, just being what, a little pussy. No, no. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah all right skip it fuck it because i how about you and i have been arguing like husband and wife lately i know i hate you like i hate yeah. you yesterday man I yeah, yesterday ch- you did hate i me. wanted to fucking ch- I, I wanted to choke you out i know i made one little joke and all of a sudden well was spearsy was that started it so i and it wasn't even my fault no no but you had nothing to do yeah with but you're you're doing your goat thing you're fucking <laughs> agging him on you fucking bastard i was so mad at you yesterday I know you were steaming. I could see it through the phone. Yeah. And I just, I was like, oh, I'll just short text them to piss them off even more. <laughs> it didn't help that I wasn't sober either. So, oh, is that the issue? That's probably the issue. Like, if you, I couldn't believe why you took it so seriously. I don't being know. Honest. Oh, no, because I was just like, I don't know. Just because you guys are my friends. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, 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 I get and, it. And like, uh, let's not get into it. We're yeah, not putting let's this. Not, let's not do that. <laughs> Um, you're stuck on a 14-hour flight. Which celebrity do you want sitting beside you, and why? Second question: What would you ask him? Probably like or her, him or her, him or uh, her. It would be Samuel Jackson for sure. Get these motherfucking yeah. snakes off yeah. this motherfucking plane. And that's what I would ask him. I'd be like, "Where the fuck the snakes?" No, <laughs> or I'd ask him like, I would just ask him about like the Pulp Fiction. Like that's what I would probably ask him about. Okay, tell you. I don't you, man? Said. You don't remember what you said? Oh, I think I said Matty Matheson. No. I think I said Matty Matheson. Who's that? Come on. Actually, really? I don't know who that is, no. Do you live under a rock? Maybe. He's like from Fort Erie and he's like a world famous chef. Oh, no. I've never heard of that. What? Are I've you serious? No, I swear to God, I haven't heard of him. Dude, he's got like t- a TV show on Vice and everything. Wow. He's got like he had like one of the it's a his cookbook I think is a New York Times bestseller. I must live under a rock. Yeah, dude, and he's from Fort Erie. He's only a couple years older than us. Okay, I'll check it uh, out then. I'll check him out. Yeah, for real. I'll send you his shit on Instagram. Do it. He's also what I'll send it right now because I want you to laugh. I he's what <laughs> I want to look like in ten years. <laughs> hang on. Hang I can't on, wait man. to see this. You're gonna laugh really hard. Uh, yeah, because it is kind of me. Is it? Yeah. Do you have your phone with you so we can make this quick? Yeah, yeah. All right, I sent it to you. Do you actually get a haircut every two weeks? This is off topic, but do you actually? Yeah, you can ask Dom, bro. I'm in there every two weeks. That's crazy, man. Why? I have a professional job where I should look good all the time. <laughs> you look good. Yeah, you look You look tight. You I think I could look like him or what? I don't know. I haven't gotten it yet. Did you te- send oh, me through text? No, I, no, no. I Instagrammed it. Oh, okay. Here, I got it. I got it. Sent- Nice. I sent it twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely do that. Yeah, dude. More tattoos. I just put on like 30 pounds and a few more tattoos. Yeah, fucking A. I could rock that, no problem. Jess said he looks sexy, so I'm in. All right. I'm in. <laughs> You're good. Low-key, I've been keeping an XL, a podcast with goat shirt in my car in case I run into him in Fort Erie, and I'm going to fucking make him put that shirt on and take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Is that's that not awesome. hilarious. That is awesome. Is that not the most Drew Goche thing you've also ever heard? Definitely the most Drew Goche thing I've ever heard. Is it? It is. I'm trying to get that that sweet sweet clout. That's right. Do anything for clout. Yeah. All right, kids. That's the end of me and Maslin fucking rambling on for like maybe a half hour. We got an incredible interview with my best friend in the world, or one of them, Tanner Demers. 
Um, find out about what made him go plant-based, what turned him away from sports, um, and then some high school stories of the two of us. Is this, I, is this are we putting this first and then? We're going us first, you and I first. All right, all right, dope. Um, and then you'll be able to hear Tanner's answers to the same questions I asked Maz and mine as well for um, our Ask Reddit segment. We're going to have a fucking hoot. Thanks for listening. Uh, we love your support. Thank you for buying the t-shirts. Seriously. Um, we I can't believe that people want a, t- a t-shirt that we made. Yeah, it's like that, wild. that's fucking insane. With like me. with like a brand that like we invented like out of yes. literally nothing. Insane. Yeah. Insane to me. So thank you guys. Um yeah, enjoy enjoy your weekend. This will come out tomorrow. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks everybody. Hey everyone, Maz here. Hope you enjoyed the show. Here's a special podcast with Goat interview. Welcome to the latest interview of a podcast with Goat. I'm your host, Drew Goche. We have one of my best friends in the entire world on um culinary mastermind um you guys are going to probably hear some funny stories about me as a child as well uh or in my peak when i peaked in high school um this app this um this has been a long time coming we've shot the shit and talked about doing this forever and it's just life takes over um uh, but it, it's it's overdue we got tanner demers my best friend in the world on what's going on dog <laughs> Not much, man. Excited to be doing this. Are you? You fired up? Little, I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, so okay. So I'll, I'll pre. I'll tell everyone why you're probably a little nervous. Yeah. Tanner's the only guest I haven't shown him the the questions beforehand, um, because that's I know this interview is going to be fire, and I want like, Tanner <laughs> is known for his off the cuff decisions and his um, his ideas. So I wanted to hide everything from him. <laughs> But it's all right. We're gonna get into it. It's yeah, yeah. Tight. I'm I'm excited, man. I'm okay. Excited we it. start every episode off, or not every episode, every interview off the same way. So I'm gonna ask you how I want. You, well, first off, do you remember meeting me, and what was the story? And then same thing with Maz. Okay, sure. Later. To be honest, I don't remember meeting Maz. I feel bad that I don't remember. That's okay. I want to say that I had grade nine gym with him which was my last class of the day. But I can't guarantee. I know Dombra was in that one. DJ Dombra? <laughs> DJ? Yeah, don't Isn't you remember that? Dude, Isn't he a barber? Don't you remember when him and Will Borgman tried being DJs? No. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I wonder what Will's doing. I, I, I just came across his Instagram the other day. He's like, uh, he's living in a van. No, I know, I know that, but I haven't even seen him since he started doing that. It's been a long time. Oh yeah, fuck it's yeah. forever. All right, so meeting you. Yeah, I met you at the end. Oh, of and after. if people think this interview is gonna stay on course, they got fucking something else because <laughs> there is a zero percent zero chance that happens. Yeah, but it is what it is. Okay, how'd you meet me? I met you playing football in grade eight. That was very, very briefly our parents had talked on the sideline and you realized that I was going to play at Lakeshore with you. Yeah. So you had introduced yourself. Do you remember how I introduced myself? Yeah. Nothing there. You didn't say anything really off any any weird thing there. But the first time I ran into you in grade nine, uh, our orientation day. Yeah. I thought, me, oh, it, I thought it was me, during the All-Star game. No. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. But I didn't know who you were back then. Right, 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 right. Right? Right. Oh, man, that was funny. 
Damn. JJ Rudeboy getting sacked on the cover of the Welland Mag uh, the Welland newspaper. Doesn't matter. You weren't up against me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. So great. Grade nine, I met you on orientation day and you pulled me up to a table and you're like, hey, kid who could eat me. <laughs> like, that was how you addressed yourself to me, you know? And then you introduced me to Chelsea Gannon and Chanel Dance and the four of us like did our orientation. Really? Yeah. That's dude, I came from that friend. I didn't I didn't know anyone. I only knew the kids I played hockey with. Oh, like Stark and all that. Hunter. Good old hunch. Uh, yeah. that's tight. I still talk to Chanel. I don't really talk yeah. to Chelsea anymore. I, but uh, I don't talk to nah. I don't talk to them. Yeah. I would um, love to hang out with them though. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um okay, so you think you had Jim with Maz. I asked you politely not to eat me. Yeah. Um what so here's one that I'm sure people are gonna be dying to hear. What is your favorite Jurgoche story? Oh damn. I put you on the spot. Yeah, that so is. We can come, but we can come back to it. All right. Yeah, because I know it will pop up the more we start talking. Of course. So at some point, I will stop you. I'll stop you like you stopped Maslin in the middle of a Perfect. sentence. Perfect. And I'm going to tell my story. Perfect. Because <laughs> the show doesn't go on any other way. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a stud athlete throughout high school. And to the point, it would drive me nuts because you were the type of kid where you could pick up anything and be good at it. Now, the, it was just because you worked at it, and it's because your work ethic. But through football, universities had obviously noticed your work ethic and how talented you were. And you decide to go to the Harvard of Canada to play football. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, your knee blows out. <laughs> <laughs> when did you realize that maybe football wasn't your path? Damn. Yeah. The the second that I got to McGill and realized that I wasn't going to touch the field that year because of needing surgery, I was like, fuck, man, am I really going to waste all this fucking time trying to be like the best football player I can be knowing at the size that I was that I was never going to like play pro? Like, I'm going to dedicate five years of this to to like what's the end where there what's the end result in that more injuries like right you know and i just happened to be cooking at the time and oh hang on hang on too far we ain't jumping into cooking yet okay go for it no no so you decide that football isn't going to be your career path yeah how awkward was it now going up to these coaches at mcgill after they've rushed you into a knee surgery, they've now gone out of their way for all your physiotherapy and have yeah. given you probably the best doctors in Canada. <laughs> now you're walking in there after they've basically just completely fixed you. Yeah. And you're saying, hey, I don't think it's for me. How fucking awkward was that conversation? It wasn't that awkward because my, my reasoning for, for leaving McGill in the first place was that I wanted to go into journalism and they had no option for me there. I didn't think that writing for the school paper was enough to make up for that when I was on path to try to be a journalist. Hang on, hang on. I got a guest here who wants to say something. Oh, no. Hi. 
Hey, Julia. No, it was my mom. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah. Oh. Hi, um, mom. She says hi, mom. Um, so, okay, so you you want to get into journalism. Yeah. That was kind of short-lived. Sorry. Yeah, it was very short-lived. Like you, yeah. you all of a sudden, and this is a total Tanner thing. You go from <laughs> wanting to do something to all of a sudden you were like the editor of the McGill paper. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like that kind of fell into my hands. I was like the only one that was really writing sports articles outside of the, the current editor. Oh, that dude's okay. sick too. Shout out to him. He dropped out of school and fucking became a cook at one of the best restaurants in Montreal. Hey, gang, gang. Yeah. Shout out Drew. Shout out Drew. Shout out Drew. (laughs) Um, I forget what you asked. No stress. So, don't worry. I'm in that state too. I don't know if you're on my level, but (laughs) I definitely got lubricated before the podcast. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you've now decided to leave McGill. Journalism, Mm -hmm. you found out, maybe isn't your thing. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the schooling behind journalism isn't. Yeah. What so growing up, like people need to understand that there was like a year where you were always at my house. Oh, yeah, like my parents Every still week. to this day like, refer to you as a son and they truly believe it. Yeah, um, I love, I, yeah, I consider them my parents. Yes, yeah, I just said hi, mom. To <laughs> no, I know, <laughs> but like, 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 it, it, it's. Like the bond, like we have, is is pretty incredible. So yeah, man. Growing up with you, and I mean, I didn't know you as a child, but I kind of came into it when we were young adults. And yeah, one thing you always had a knack for, and when I think back on high school, my fondest memories always were food related. Cool. Now that could have been because we were both at our peak weights back then, <laughs> and we were both fucking chunky boys. Okay, uh, I'm still repping, but I'm not up to what I was in high school. Um, like we, you'd have the boys over to your house, and it would be to try to re- replicate an epic meal time. Right. You would come over to my house, and we make the fucking world's best burgers at midnight. Yeah. Like, and so many, so many Little Caesars pizzas. I I think we were the reason Little Caesars stayed in business the first six months before <laughs> you. And, or, or the time where we crushed eggs with Joe and Klima. My parents went through like 36 eggs or something stupid oh, trying geez. to feed the four of us for breakfast. Yeah, and um, we were all big boys. Yeah, except Dombra. <laughs> There's Dombra at the table. <laughs> it was me, you, and Joe. Um, so when did you realize that food wasn't a hobby and it could be a career or a passion? It, honestly, within the first week of me cooking in a restaurant. So, okay, so where did you, because you, like, always worked at McDonald's as a kid. Yeah, and where, you know what? Where was I'll, your first restaurant experience? Was in Montreal at, at the Spoon. Oh, the Greasy Spoon. Yeah, yeah. So did you go there just hoping for a job? Yeah, I was, I was working at McDonald's at the time, and I was just like, I can't do it anymore. It's been, like, almost, it was just under five years at McDonald's, and I was like, I can't. I can't do it. I was like, I'm going to just lose my mind and I'm not that person that does that. So I was like, I'm going to get the fuck out before I do. And I looked up, I was like, the only thing I know how to do is cook. Right. And I thought that when I worked at McDonald's, so I was like, I looked up a job 
as a cook on Kijiji, and the first one that came up, I applied. He e- he emailed me. He's like, "Come talk to me." I went and talked to him. I started the next day. <laughs> now, did you start it in the dish pit, or did no. you start on the line? No, yeah, I was I was online my first day. That's wild because I worked in a kitchen for three summers. Yeah, but I started out as a dish bitch. Yeah, so I was in the pit for a full summer, and then my last two summers. Well, the last summer I basically ran the joint, but um. If you ask Jess, she'd probably tell you differently. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so there was like normally how a kitchen structure works is you start in the pit and you work your way out where that wasn't the case. Yeah. But I, w- you know what, man, I'm still to this day, I will say that McDonald's was the first restaurant I worked in because that's McDonald's is the most organized kitchen in, in the world. Just Honestly. because everything's down to a science tan. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time a new sandwich launches, they they already know what your setup is in every space. All of your food containers are are placed out, laid out on a map that's printed, sent to every single McDonald's. Everyone does the exact same thing the exact same way at McDonald's. Do you think there's a flaw to that? A hundred percent. The speed. The speed that you have to make them will make you fuck up. Mm. That's why you get you always get your sandwiches wrong. Yeah. You learn how to make the same sandwich over and over and over, and then you ask for it modified, and they, they're they just trained like a machine, man. Make the same thing over and over and over and over. And then when someone orders one little thing different, it's like you actually like have to stop and think about that you know, in your process. And it's like 14, 15, 16-year-old kids working the line at McDonald's. Yeah, it's kind of fucking insane, eh? Right? Yeah. So I, I also, though, sorry to answer, we we're talking about the dish pit there. No, you're good. You're good. Was that I, at McDonald's, I was a cook at first, and then I became a maintenance guy, which is pretty much like a glorified dishwasher slash keeps everything mechanically in check. Vents on the roof, garbages, sweeping and mopping, like being a buster out front, cleaning up tables. You were the, you were the bitch. Yeah, pretty much. I did all the shit that no one wanted to do. All the cleaned out the fucking grease traps, but you got paid more to do it. So I was like, I was like, hell yeah, right? Make more money. I'd get the dish boys. Boys, time to get rid of the grease. That was me falling in love with the morning shifts, dude. 4 a.m. to noon. I was, I was done. And you were religious on those shifts. There was nights we'd go out and get fucked up and you'd stroll your ass into work at 4 (laughs) a.m. I'm sure you must have been half in the bag during some of them. I'm not disclosing any. <laughs> Your Honor, I'd like to uh, evoke my Fifth Amendment right yeah. um, and not say anything. Mm-hmm. But like there was, I, I specifically remember a time I had a niece, I had my knee surgery and my parents had gone away. So of course, what the natural thing was to move in with you. So right. I moved in with you <laughs> and your mom and uh, be, we had gone out. We had gone out and done something. We we went to a Spears practice, and then we'd maybe gone to Deleuze. Okay. Okay, yeah. But somehow we got picked up and got a ride back to your house, and then, but like at 1 in the morning, and then you literally got up at 3.30 and went to work. Yeah, man. That was high school for me. Yep. High school. Um, Okay, so... We were talking about starting in the dish pit there. Yeah, dish pitch. Um, so you 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 get your first job. You realize that cooking can be more than a job, and that you can turn it into a career. 
Yeah. Um. What? What was? What in your mind was the next step? What did you? When you realized that, like you must have had that moment in the greasy spoon. So when did you think, like, fuck, I gotta go to culinary school? Um. I started working at the spoon in between wanting to transfer from McGill to Concordia. I was going to have to like a, a, yeah, just like interchanging universities is such a complicated process. So I was in the middle of doing that. And in the first week, my chef stopped me and he's like, man, he's like, you're going to be good at this if you like put some years in, you know? Yeah. He's like, not a lot of people come into restaurants and like want to work as hard as you're working. He's like, you should go to school. He's like, I don't know if I can teach you as much as you want to learn. You know, like yeah. he was fresh out of school. He was 24, I think, 23 maybe. You know, he was young as shit to be teaching someone already. So he was like, you should go to school. The trade programs in Montreal are only $1,000 a year. Really? I just paid 27 for my first year at McGill with my res and all the fucking bullshit. 27K? For one year, dude. Holy fuck, Tan. I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. It was It was not fun, dude. Tw- tw- and, 20, and you know, like, I'm just like, I don't like being in the negatives and not that I'm like a money hungry person, but I just like knowing that I'm okay. And like I spend 27 for one year that I hated or I could spend one year learning for a thousand dollars and still have time to work in a restaurant and make money on top. You know, it was yeah, like so that was the, my whole thing with funeral service, too. Like it was it was go to university and waste 80 grand. Right. By picking an Ontario university, like it would have been a little cheaper. Right. Or I can go to school for a year come out 10 g's in debt yeah and my second year of school get paid to be in school Mm -hmm. come out with a career (laughs) like i i'm pretty sure i i paid my school debt off still a student yeah that's awesome man right so i mean like i i completely understand the decision making behind that um when you were in school what do you think the, the like there must have been something like there must have been another click is what I'm trying to get at. So you realize that this can be a career. That's the yeah. click. Yeah. There must have been one more where it was like, holy fuck, I'm really good at this. Because you yeah. are. And I'm not, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to fucking talk you up. And it's going to – that's obviously awkward to talk about yourself. Yeah. But you really are incredible at what you do. So, I mean, there must have been like at one point where you realize like, no, this is something I can really excel at. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what that was? My no. second, the second restaurant I worked at. Louvre. No, the second one was Colix. It was like, it was really cool when I first got there. They, it was a bring your own wine restaurant. So the food was a bit pricier and we were doing fun stuff. And everyone that worked in the kitchen was like good at something different. And they all came from somewhere different. So it was like, wow, we're putting out like some weird shit and people were loving it. That's tight. Right. But my first shift, I walked in and I was like, I was going to school. So I was going to school eight to three and then I was working like four to midnight. So Holy I had, fuck. I know, man, it was, that was a fucked up year, but so glad that I did it, honestly. Right. 
So I walked in for my first shift and my chef was like getting a feature ready and he was like running around doing a bunch of shit. And he looks at me, he's like, he's like, Hey, make me a pesto. And he gave me like four ingredients and he's like, just make me a good pesto. And I was like, okay. You know, like didn't, didn't think anything of it. He had to run out to go to the market. So I make this pesto, I give it to the sous chef and I was like, is this okay? And he tastes it and he goes, holy shit. He's like, that's better than Marcos who was the chef. And I was like, Oh God. I was like, all right, I'm good. You know, like if that first, the first thing that I did in my second restaurant was like blew someone away already. I was like, I was really nervous about going to my second restaurant because I was so used to the first place I worked at, you know, I was good at the job, but I was like going into something new and I was like, what the fuck is like, what's going to happen tonight, you know? And the the first thing I did, I nailed it and I know it's as simple as, as a pesto, but I was just like, okay, I'm just going to keep running with this, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to try to put out everything the best I can. And if it's good, it's good. And if if it's not, I hope someone's going to teach me. Yeah, that's a fucking great way to look at it. Yeah. So you finished school. Yeah. And then probably one of the biggest, and I'll, and I'll tell you why I think this, one of the biggest things in your life happened. You, you move jobs and, mm-hmm. you, go, and you go to Louvre, love, <laughs> however the fuck you want to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. And it's a vegan restaurant or plant-based. Yeah. yeah. And that's also when your diet starts to change. And, and your diet's something I want to talk about because I'm curious about it. Yeah. Um, and you decide to start eating that way. I just started, I decided to start eating that way when we were in high school. No. We were in grade 12, dude. You did it. We did it at the same time. Right before you went away to on your school trip. Oh, yeah. We did do it. Yeah, man. For like I'm almost, I'm at like seven years. Are you really, Tim? Yeah, man. I'm at almost seven years. And in that period, I started eating meat again for some reason when I went back to or when I went to McGill for the first time. I want to say there was like no, no options to me that were like edible at the calf. I got you. That I was at. I don't know. I honestly don't remember. But I'm just like, I, I, I'm so far past eating meat now that I don't even like want to think about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, seven, almost seven years, man. Fuck, I thought it was right, like you really got serious with it when you started at Louvre. Oh, I mean, I definitely started eating a lot healthier when I started working there. Okay, so that, hey, that's a good question in itself. Sure. It's totally possible to eat at least vegetarian and still eat like shit. Oh, 100%. And that's what most people do. Right. So what what made you want to do this? And, and I, I don't think you're vegan, right? It's plant-based. So like you do eat cheese, no? Yes. I eat cheese and I eat eggs. Right. I, I'm starting to get pretty weird about both of them, even to be honest. I'm you, starting to get weird about eggs. Someone told me the other day it's like chicken periods. Yeah, it was oh, just that. God. It was just that told you that. Yeah, you're right. It was. But you know what? You know what like was weird to me? A lot of people are weird about like, butchering down a chicken say you know but it's really easy to go to the store and buy a chicken breast and put it in the oven right when i went to your uncle's place and we at the farm yeah and when we went in to take eggs i was like wow this is really a fucked up thing like 
I am walking into the home of a bunch of ducks and chickens. I'm moving them out of the way and I'm stealing what could potentially be their children. Yeah, and I'm going to eat them. Those ducks. And I'm going to eat them for breakfast. Fuck you know, those I'm ducks. like, I'm like, whoa, that's like, that's such a fucked up thing to think about. Yeah. You I know, but it's really easy. It's really easy to go to the grocery store and buy a 12 pack and put them in your fridge, you know? Yeah. But fuck those ducks. They, fuck fuck well, that one duck that was trying to eye me up and and fucking beat me up. There's hey, that white looking duck. And he every time I was in there, he was giving me side eye. And, yeah. and he looked like he was ready to jump and beat the shit out of me. <laughs> so fuck that duck. They were, they're aggressive, but but they're aggressive because you're coming to fuck No, I get shit. it. I get you it. Know? I get it. Um, Just, yeah. Got to look at it a different way sometimes. So one, uh, my, my big trip to Montreal with you. Yeah. You're messing around with photography. Oh, yeah. Wow, man. You're, you're shooting for, uh, I think it was Montreality at the time. Yeah. Um, you take me to this dope, like underground hip hop place. I get to meet Nate Husser in a club <laughs> with like, it, I don't know, there's maybe 10 people, me and, and me and Nate Husser are two of them. So yeah. that was super dope. But the, the takeaway from that trip was the food. I basically ate plant-based or vegan that weekend. Yeah. And I still, to this day, like just still, I still bug Jess about it. I, I, the food I ate was fucking incredible. Yeah. So like it's obviously like I just think it's tough here, like living in fucking Fort Erie, Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. Like without like you'd have to cook all the time. Yeah. You do have to cook a lot. Yeah. Um, or you pay or you go out and pay way too much for yeah. people who are yeah, doing that, yes. Who exactly. are doing the trendy veggie stuff right now. Right. But like like some of the best nachos I've ever had were those like fucking oh, yeah. vegan Lola. nachos with like fake cheese on it and that shit was fucking incredible and then we i'm pretty this... sure they make their cheese sauce out of squash it's not like some dirty ass it's like actually made out of vegetables yeah lola rosa lola, shout out lola rosa yeah. no free ads on this podcast but it's fine we'll <laughs> Sorry. and then we Sorry. went to um <laughs> we went to some indian place and had some dope ass fucking indian food so namaste that place closed namaste man. right here dog <laughs> hey just a quick little break yeah um, do you have any funny drew goche stories yet oh yeah damn man i'm not thinking about it's it right. we're talking it's all right. right don't worry don't stress don't stress yeah. Yeah. um so you go to louvre you start getting sick of montreal um and you move home mm-hmm. you move home um you start working at bread bar yeah and it kind of creates this new beast in Tanner, and I'll and I'll explain what I mean by that. <laughs> to, um, you you get into this restaurant, and I can tell you're excited. Um, you know, Guelph I don't think was the best thing for you, because <laughs> fuck that bitch. Um, but uh, you know, you, you're excited. You, I can tell you want to do things, and then you kind of start through this pizza restaurant. You find this new passion, which is baking. Yeah. What, like, what, what made you enjoy baking more, like, as much, if not more, than cooking? Because for people who don't know, it's a completely different fucking thing. Oh yeah, man. Like so it's not different. even close. 
Like I'm, I I can get around in a kitchen. I'm by no means a a cook like fucking Tanner is. I'm by no means um, anything like that. But the thing is, is I can't bake to save my fucking life because baking is almost a science. Yeah. So so what made you really fall in love with it? I wanted to work with pizza for so long. And I don't, I, I used to make pizza at home all the time. And it was kind of like, I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing, but I was making dough and I was turning it into pizza and it was working. And I was just feeding my friends in Montreal, super nervous to like actually jump into doing pizza. Cause I was like getting so good at, at cooking. I thought for my age. And I was like, now I'm about to hop into this, like I wanted to do pizza and I wasn't sure if I was going to be good at it. And I hopped into this restaurant and like understanding how long the process was from the dough being made to in Hamilton being shipped to Guelph, getting put like let out in the fridge overnight. And then us stretching oven going to a table. And I was like mind blown at how long and how amazing of a product comes out of that much time Mm. it's not like something that you can just whip up together in two seconds that's like super dirty and you know like you really have to care about this and it was like i i want to dive into this i think it's going to be something crazy i don't really know science at all (laughs) you know and it's like to be honest man i still don't know shit there's so much for me to learn with, well, with this, but I'm learning by trial and error because I don't know the science behind it. But I'm looking for indications in dough and how much I think it's risen in length of time. A lot of number work, to be honest. Yeah, but I just... It's fucking way above my head. Yeah. I just know <laughs> that when I go to Tanner's, I'm going to eat some pretty dope fucking bread. Um, but that's what also what I love about our friendship. Our friendship revolves around food to some extent. Like every time we're together, I never, I've never had a bad meal. Yeah, that's right? it. Like, yeah. like really, Tan. Like, like even when you came to Fort Erie, where did we go eat? Oh, the fall restaurant. <laughs> no, no, was yeah, it? Yeah, we, yeah. I think we went to a Thai place. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, our, yeah. our relationship is kind. Like I feel like now it's centered around good food. Yeah, that's usually the that's usually the goal of the evening is to get, go eat something good. Yeah, and, and hang it's out. normally something. Yes, and normally it's you know there's other things involved that uh, maybe enhance the meal if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. There's normally a lot of that, and that's all you. I have nothing to do. To, with that. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um so. I guess what I'm trying to say is looking from an inside out, it's so dope watching you as like a friend and well, more than a friend, like, but it's so fun to have watched you grow and to find your passion and to do something that I know you care so deeply about. That is so dope to me. And that is the whole point of this podcast. Like anytime I've talked to like even, People I haven't talked to in forever that have said yes and done the podcast. It's like, whoa, like you guys are so passionate about your do. That's, that's yeah. so fucking dope. I love that. It's shit. so important, man. It's so important to love what you're doing. Yeah, for real. 
you know, and and that's kind of why like people think I'm like crazy because I just like hop off stuff when I'm not having fun with it, you know. If it's oh, if yeah. it's like yeah, if it's too stressed and it's not going the way I thought it was going to go, like you know what, I got to do what I got to do to be happy. For real, for real. Yeah, that's a great way to look at things. Yeah. Um, we're gonna jump into fucking ask Reddit. Okay, ask, yeah. Ask Reddit's gonna stir up some stories, and then we're gonna talk our shit at the end of this. Okay. Um, I so every Thursday or Friday episode, whenever we decide to put it out, it's kind of been all over the fucking map lately. But um, we do this ask Reddit segment, and I find some things on Reddit. Like one tan was, um, like if an army of gerbils were coming at you and you had one handheld device, what device would you use to fuck up the gerbils? Okay. okay so like i, yeah. I really cl- climb into the bowels of reddit however this time most of it is food related okay yeah fun so here fun. we go what foods taste amazing on the first bite but gets worse as you keep eating oh oh i know i got you good um old pizza is my answer like oh it tastes good for one bite, and then by the time you're at the end, you're like, oh, too dirty. Yeah, I need some ranch. Day, two days old, ranch. been on the counter. Yeah, I got you. That's, got that's you. dirty. Yeah. Um, mine's gum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gum. It's good yeah. right away, but it fades quick. Yeah. How do you improve two-minute ramen? Oh, this that's an awesome one, man. I know. That's awesome one. Tanner, you act like I'm not a fucking journalist. As <laughs> As much raw veggies you want. Green no, onions, raw, broccoli. Cheese. Okay. What? <laughs> what? Dude. If sesame. Get, yo. No, 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 no. Don't be feeding me none of this sesame shit. I, I'm talking that straight up spicy chicken beef ramen, okay? Yeah, yeah. And you go ahead and you get some nice, thickly sliced American cheddar. Bruh, you just let it go over top of the noodles. That's some Maddie Matheson shit. Well, I don't know who the fuck I got it from, but that's how I doctor up my ramen. Yeah. Because if they're not, the vegetables aren't dehydrated, get them the fuck out of here. I don't want them. <laughs> oh I don't God. want them. I want that dehydrated salt coursing yeah. through my veins. We, de- we definitely appreciate opposite sides of cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but most of the time, that's everything. Yeah. Like our taste in rap isn't even close yeah. to the same. No. We're both absolute hip hop heads, and I truly believe that. But our taste in rap is totally different. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I it's funny because like we agree on Lil Wayne and anything after Lil Wayne just yeah. goes completely opposite. <laughs> I go to like the hype a Millie Little Wayne and Tanner goes to like the Carter to the Little Wayne where he was actually decently lyrical and so we agree on Wayne at least, but everything else is fucking hot garbage. Tanner listens yep. to garbage rap. Um, <laughs> today was your last day on earth. What are you doing? Oh, man. Do I have a full day or one second or no, what am I doing? a full day. I'll give you a full day, but I break it up into fours for me. Just give me four things that you do. Oh, my God. Well, three of them are going to be meals, I think. <laughs> okay. All right. Tight. <laughs> Tight. I'm, all right, you know what? We'll do two meals. I'm eating brunch at Mallard Cottage in Newfoundland. Okay. I'm eating dinner at Maker Pizza in Toronto. Oh, dude. 
Yeah. There is nothing better than Maker Pizza. Honestly, that is like pizza goals for me to make, man. Oh, Their pizza is pizza. perfect. That pizza makes my dick move. Do you know it's what I mean? something else, man. Yeah, for real. I've like, had like three pizzas in my life that have been like, oh my God, I got to rethink what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, and I think I've been there for two of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, make your pizza seriously makes my dick move. Yeah. That shit's so, incredible. I would do those two things. I would... Oh, fuck, man. What a loser. I would probably make a loaf of bread. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And yeah, one last one last round of beers with the the good friend squad. Yeah. Yeah. With the close friends. It would start a blast. And by the end of the night, we'd all be crying. Right. And then we'd be dead. (laughs) Or I'd be dead. So so it'd be okay. (laughs) All right. Here's my last one. You're stuck on a 14-hour flight. Which celebrity do you want sitting next to you and why? What do you ask them? Damn. Right, that's a good one. Um, okay, there there is a chef right now that I want to learn about a lot. Lay it on me. Put it out there. Speak to the universe. Yeah, his name is Matty Sean. Matheson. I know. Me too. <laughs> I cannot wait to meet him. I am dying to run into him in Fort that is the sole reason I moved back home is to run yeah. into him at Sobeys, and it hasn't happened yet. I, <laughs> I bought a double XL, a podcast with goat shirt, and I've kept it in my home? truck. No way. That's amazing. Deadass. Because as soon as I see this man, I'm going fangirl. I'm giving him my shirt, and we're taking yeah. pictures of him in it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyways. The no, show. it's all good. Sean, Sean Brock. He's just, oh, he's I know just, him. He's an American chef who yeah, is yeah, like. We went to high school together. I smoked no. pot with him and Sloan Kenner. <laughs> Step Brothers. Thank you. Brothers. I've seen that movie the most times out of any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I, me and my dad got... Uh, uh, I can't finish that statement. My dad and I watched that movie the other day. Yeah. We had a fucking hoot. Hey, man, you know, one of the funniest scenes, in, just a fact about this movie, Get one of the... One of the funniest scenes is the fancy sauce scene, I think. Ooh, Logan loves that scene. LJ loves that shit. It's not in the version that was played in theaters. Right. It's on the extended cut. Um, the My favorite scene and the, the part where I cry laughing every time. And the last time I cried laughing with my father and he was fucking dying too. Is the rubbing his nuts on the drum set. Yeah. I've watched Eric do that on, like, dude, not, like when he says, "Now you're playing Moby Dick for real." <laughs> I watched Eric do that on someone's forehead. Out of really? Party. Just scrub their forehead with his nuts. Yeah, I can't say any names because oh, he's gonna laugh though when he hears. You it. can. I can tell you whose house it was at. It was at Kylie Edwards' house. Tell me, it was Hunter Peterson? No. I can't, man. I can't. All right. All right. I don't know right. who listens to this, you know? Uh, well, quite a few people do. You might be surprised. Yeah. Um. All right. Favorite Chugoche story. Let's think of some high school memories. Um, the time where I peed on you. Oh. <laughs> that was a terrible. That was. Do you, can I tell you my favorite Tanner Demers story? Yeah. Yeah, all man. Right. Go I, got, I got one. I got one. 
and it really doesn't have anything to do with you and it's more so your mom (laughs) (laughs) okay so tanner's mom when we were younger in high school what she didn't care if we drank but she definitely wasn't going to this is the best one man this is the best story yeah yeah she definitely she wasn't gonna help us like she wasn't gonna she wasn't gonna help get us alcohol um and if she found it she took it away that was the rule right yeah tanner and i buy oh fuck what was it it was a bottle of like a 40 a fireball yeah and uh i think we had drank like half of it or something and it had sat out in your room like on that chair that was in your room yeah and your mom came (laughs) to wake you up and she saw the 40 and she grabbed it and then took told us in the morning hey i took the bottle you guys know my rules it is what it is we're like yep fuck fair we're sorry that you know you, you know like we apologized but it was cool it's not like like we were in trouble but that was just her thing she wasn't gonna help aid us a yeah. year later i'm back at your house your mother is now driving us to a party and she goes okay this is something i've never done before and i'm hype in the back seat right now because i have no idea what's gonna happen <laughs> She reaches into a yellow no frills bag. Yeah. And pulls specifically out. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, this is the most vivid, one of the most vivid <laughs> memories I have because the car got so hype. And she pulls out that half drinken 40 and sits it on your lap in the passenger seat. And yeah. I remember screaming <laughs> in the back seat. Fucking juice that one, she didn't drink it. Two, we got our 40 back. And three, we got our 40 back right before our party. It was fucking hype. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Or the uh, time we ran from the cops. I'm, um, the time we ran through what? We ran from the cops. At that forest. Oh, park. yeah, with Joe? Yeah. yeah. That oh, was that was nothing, really. Yeah, I can't I believe that. Joe threw a bag of with a whole 2-4 in there. I know. I know. It happens. What was it? It was a Waverly Beach party. By Paul Abbey. Remember Paul Abbey? No. Oh, no, me neither. Um, <laughs> he was like the older guy who threw the party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I just used to come to parties with you. I didn't really know 40 of your kids. Gang, true. No? Yeah, I just knew who ever played football. Should we talk about your... Okay, one more Tanner Demers story and then I'll stop. Tanner is an all-out type of person, if you haven't picked it up from this interview. Tanner will, when he's passionate about something, will give it his everything. That includes drinking. (laughs) We're in grade 10. We're the captains of the football team. Day one of training camp, we automatically know we're going to throw the biggest banger of fucking school history. We find somebody to have the party. He's down to have it. His parents are down by the grace of God. They rent us a tent, a wedding tent, porta potties the whole nine. (laughs) Not only is everybody invited, but everybody and their cousins and their family and people who we don't know were definitely invited to this party. Yeah. Right. As long as it could be the the biggest party. The only goal was the biggest possible. Correct. And it happened. There must have been at least 300 people. 
at least. And I and, and I'm not exaggerating. You can ask no, anybody yeah. who was there. There yeah. was at least 300 people. I'm probably undershooting the number. Really? Yeah, I think you are. I think yeah. you are by, by like more than 100. Yeah. Okay. So four. Well, I'll say four. Yeah. I'm comfortable with four. There yeah. was at least 400 fucking people. Kids who weren't even in high school anymore, who were older than us, had come back for this party. Right? Like, I'm not yeah. exaggerating. This no, shit was it's so for real. Fucking it was lit. for real. But and I will was, tell you yeah. guys how extreme Tanner took this. Tanner, we have to go to football practice the, before the party. And we all hop on the late bus to take us either home or you could take the same late bus and it would drop you off at the party. Tanner did not need to go home and walked around with a 24 of beer in his backpack all day at school preparing <laughs> oh, for this fucking yeah. party. Okay. Oh, my I don't even God. know how you fit 24 cans in your backpack. I just used to have a huge ass backpack. But you carried it around all fucking day. I know. I Remember? forgot that I did that. Tanner takes one step off the fucking late bus and cracks a beer. Fact. I end up going home to eat, change, pick up people, and come to the party. By the time <laughs> I get there, Tanner is fucking 10 sheets to the wind. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know who I am. And he has definitely no idea where the fuck he is. Yep. You come up to me and you're like, dude, I think uh, we can cut this out if you want me to tell it. Dude, I think I just yeah. smoked weed out of a pop can. I know I did. <laughs> it, was the, it was the first time I ever smoked weed. And Hunter and I smoked seven grams out of a pop can. <laughs> Imagine doing that now, what you would feel like. I'm not it's... cutting that out either. This no, is don't. This is cool. Yeah, keep all that. I don't okay. care. Um, then, and by that time. On I top ha- was probably a 12-pack. I probably drank 12 beers by then. Oh, well, I was going to say, I picked up your bag, and it was a fraction of what it was before. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, I had gotten to the party at like 7. Yeah, man. So it was still sunlight, and nobody was there. <laughs> And I was already out. <laughs> By eight o'clock, you're out cold, face down in the grass. Yeah. Hey, man. But no, by hang 10 on, o'clock. Dan. It gets better. <laughs> because you invited girls from Niagara Falls. Yeah. Who came all the way to the party for you, and you were fucking incoherent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did that. They stayed for maybe like an hour and a half, and they're like, "Hey, fuck this!" Like the girl was just holding your head up while you violently vomited. Yep. And anyways, that party was fucking lit. I, and then, but I feel like you just slept it off. And I in the woke, morning. You bounced no, back, and you were fine. No, hell no, hell no. no? I woke up at ten o'clock. I went. I went back. I came back to life, and I finished that party. <laughs> Did you? I woke when that party was like at its peak it's okay so like 11 11 30 yeah there was so many people and i was so confused i was like what happened i didn't even know what happened and then i got up and i started drinking again like i was okay it was fucked it was incredible it was a complete showing of heart determination and grit and i will remember it to this day (laughs) Um, yeah, that's where it all started. That's where the hard work all started. That's right. And, and you were drinking like Lakers or something like that. Uh, Carling. That's what it was, Carling. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right, yeah. dude. Thank you.
Yeah, no this problem. Has been a fucking hoot. Hey man, I didn't even I still never got to say my favorite Jew story. Oh yeah, lay it on me. I think I think my favorite one, which is not a story like yours, was you pulling out the bottle of whatever the fuck that fifty year old booze you have the day of the oh, shop opening. Right. I was like, holy fuck, man, the last time that we drank this, we won offsa together. Yo, that's true. So like, okay, so hang on. Let's. let's I was like, yeah, this. man. That was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Let's. let's go. We can go back. Yeah. So, when I was like sixteen, I won this bottle of booze at a Christmas party, and it was like a twenty-five-year-old aged whiskey. I think it was a twenty-sixer. I have it somewhere. I still have the bottle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I made a promise to Tanner that every time we accomplished a big life milestone. We would take a shot of this bottle. So when we won Offsa, at the time, that was a huge moment for us. So we take a shot. Yeah. Pretty sure we did again at graduation. Yeah. And then you opened up, you and Lara opened up this incredible store. And you guys were really make, making things happen. And on the day the store opened, I surprised you with the bottle. Yeah. And we, and we took a shot. Yeah, that was one. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, holy shit, man. Like, we've been doing some crazy life shit and we we're still like tight, you know? Yeah, for real. It People was, are yeah. always floored. Yeah. Uh, this podcast has really opened me up to like, like, I get DMs maybe like two, three times a week of people like, hey, like, I, you know, I listen to your podcast. I really enjoy it. And I'm very thankful. I always thank them. And then we catch up about high school, et cetera, or how I know them. And like one of the main questions yeah. is still if I talk to you and it's like, Oh yeah. yeah I, I talk to Tan like honestly, like five times a week at least. Yeah, man. And we yeah. probably physically hang out twice a month. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, wow, that's so cool. Like I kind of lost touch with everyone in high school and it's like, yeah, but I don't know. It's just different. Like he, like, yeah, we've just... I've kept tight with like five people maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But you know? anyways, it, it's something dope. So I'm glad that's your favorite yeah. your memory and it's not something yeah. me getting fucked up. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks, dude. You fucking crushed yeah. it. This was nice. awesome. This was lit. Thanks, thanks yeah, everybody, for listening. Maz and I are going to do something for this episode because the interview is only around 40 minutes. Um, so we'll do. We'll give you another 20 of premium, a podcast with goat content. The, the shirts are sold the fuck out. Don't even DM me about them anymore. I don't want to hear your shit. They're fucking gone, okay? Uh, we might do another shirt. We might not. We don't know. Maybe if you guys beg us, we'll do another shirt. Um, but other than that, it's done. It's over, baby. Thank you for the wild ride, Tan. Thanks for the great interview. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. And let's fucking get together soon for a beer. Yeah. Or let's a do joint. It. Or a joint. <laughs> both. Yeah, okay, both. And some food. And some food. Yeah. Yeah, I got to take you to that Thai restaurant. All right. The one in the falls.